You're listening to Let Her Out. If you're a woman, wife, or mom who's ready to step into your most authentic self and start experiencing freedom, joy, and confidence in your everyday life, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Kat Munoz, and in this podcast, we'll explore how to create more fulfillment, deeper connection, and what it looks like to embrace your inner rebellious spirit, that true, authentic, sexy you that cannot be contained. It's time to let her out. Welcome to episode five, my favorite number, the best number. (laughs) And, you know, in honor of my favorite number, today I want to talk about my story and my journey really redefining my identity and more specifically what has surprised me the most in my healing journey. Um, I feel like it's really important to share a little bit of my background to give, you know, y'all an idea of like what it has looked like to get to where I'm at, to feel really good in my body, to feel really good being me, to have like a really incredible, like fulfilling relationship that I feel confident about, that I feel confident being completely myself in and saying anything that I need to or want to say um, in that that's a big deal because I feel like especially in relationships it's you it's really easy to hold back what you want to say what you really want to say how you really feel it's easy to sugarcoat things it's easy to say and do the things that you know will um make them feel better and or make it easier for them and your partner and a lot of women I've talked to a lot of women whether it's just women that I know friends um clients they see what I have now um and they see how comfortable I am in my own skin and what I have in my marriage and they're just like oh well I don't know if I can ever have that so this is why I feel like it's really important to share a little bit of my journey um I don't know if you can hear it in my voice at all but I'm a little bit nervous I'm a little bit nervous to um share what I'm going to share with you and I'm not going to share it all I'm not going to share 100% everything cuz cuz it's a lot. There's it's a lot. But I think I'm I'm going to share the things that I feel like is important to get a better understanding of who I was and where I've come from. So let's let's go. So one of the things that has really surprised me the most in all of this is how difficult it's been to really be comfortable with (laughs) with a healed version of me or should I say a more healed version of me because I'm still on this journey and you know a never-ending journey of learning and unlearning and growing Um, but it really has been 
interesting, like, realizing that I haven't been as comfortable identifying myself as um, this new me, this different version of me. Um, Because, you know, over the years, looking back, you know, that moment when I first acknowledged my pain and acknowledged that something needed to change and sought out personal development, like, I can clearly remember that period of time in my life. But it didn't occur to me then that I knew myself so well with pain and I knew myself so well with this, in this identity of suffering that one of the hardest things after learning all of these um, personal development skills and you know, communication skills and all of the mindset things and how to take care of myself and address my emotions and whatever else goes along with that, all of the personal growth and personal development, like the hardest thing has been to no longer see myself as that sad bitch (laughs) you know the one who was abused by her high school boyfriend and got addicted to pain meds and tried to commit suicide the little girl who was like so afraid to be her real self that she got social anxiety and panic attacks from the time she was three until adulthood when i was 18 i overdosed and it was the middle of my senior year I went to a performing arts school and I was a dancer and I was on the dance team and all that stuff and there was there was a lot of pressure that came with that and not to mention I don't think a single person knew about my situation in my relationship like of course they didn't cuz I didn't tell anybody um and life was just really hard and really stressful and All I wanted was friends and love and a real supportive community around me. But the last thing I could ever do was be my real true self, really with anyone. And I was like deeply afraid of being me. I was that person who literally just went along with whatever someone was doing at the time because that was easier and because I wanted them to like me and like looking back I'm like wow really <laughs> like and, and like you really thought that would work but you know you know how it is um when I was 16 I was sexually assaulted on a weekend field trip out of town and I was so mortified of people finding out. So when rumors started going around, um, I let people believe that I was just a slut. Um, for some reason, it felt better. It, it just felt better for people to believe that I chose what had happened to me and like then for them to know the truth. And, you know, rumors doing what rumors do, they got completely out of hand. And next thing I knew, I was just known for being that girl. And I just, like, was okay with that. I I don't know. I wasn't okay with it, but, like, I didn't really 
realize I had a choice and I didn't really know how to not just go along with it and play into it and like act like oh yeah like yeah (laughs) and then for me to act like you know it was no big deal so then if I acted like it was no big deal then maybe everyone else would act like it was no big deal and I don't know what I really thought but it was that was hard and um like that plus the pressure of being a dancer and trying to fit in with the best and the highest and then meeting this guy this person who was the first person to ever tell me that I was pretty um he had also heard of my you know quote-unquote reputation um like I got into the most horrible relationship I could I got into a horrible relationship and I honestly never really even liked this guy. (laughs) I didn't even like him. Um, but I spent almost two years being, being a part of this like disgusting relationship. And I had buried my feelings for so long. Um, it didn't even feel like a possibility to voice a need of my own. I couldn't voice how I felt. Um, like, I couldn't even just feel it. Like, not even to voice it. Like, I couldn't even just feel it. Like, I couldn't. I was miserable. And I I couldn't explain why. I would just was like, okay, I guess this is life. This is just life. And my only escape was numbness from medication pain medication that I had gotten from an injury plus medication I had to treat chronic migraines that I was getting and plus some anxiety medication um, because, you know, I had anxiety. (laughs) I had a lot of pills and taking those pills was the only glimmer of freedom that I could potentially feel until one day I cracked and took them all. That happened mid-senior year. Um, My boyfriend at the time found me. I was in my room. I had locked him out because we had gotten into another fight. And he found his way into my room. I don't know how. If he, like, picked the lock or kicked it. I don't know. I don't know how he got in. But he got in. Um, And, you know, he thought I was ignoring him. And so he made his way in. And he found me passed out on my bed. And after being in the hospital, I was never treated for mental illness. Mental health, my mental health wasn't ever, nothing ever happened with my mental health. Um, Because I told everyone that it was an accident. And of course, like, my family believed me. I was 18, so um, even if... Even if my mom, like, had been like, yes, she she needs this help, um then I was over 18. So if I said I didn't want it, like I didn't, they weren't going to give it to me, but nobody really ever pressed me to get anything taken care of, um, or get help, you know? Um, it was, I think it was just embarrassing for myself and for everyone. And it was just so much easier to believe that it was an accident 
And to this day, I don't think any of my family members know that anything happened. I don't even think they know that I ever was in the hospital. I don't think my dad knows why. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think to this day um, really anybody knows. Um, Because it happened, I was there, and then I got out. And then it was like, no biggie. (laughs) Yeah, no biggie. Um, You know, I got out, and it was as if nothing ever happened. But I was like an empty shell of a person. (laughs) I never went back to school. I never spoke to a single person from my class after that. Not one friend. I just like literally disappeared. And that was easier. It was easier to disappear than to be around these people every day who I I had known for years, but who didn't actually know me. They didn't know me because I didn't let them in, but nonetheless, nobody knew me. I didn't know me. It was easier to hide and run away and shrink into my little hole and not let anybody see me, like, ever. (laughs) And I stayed in that place for a long time. It was a couple years after that that I met Gabe. Um, And... Gabe's my now husband. Um, we were both working at Starbucks at the time when we met. We were co-workers, and he was actually the one who trained me on how to make drinks. And um, I was almost 20 at that time. And for some reason, he was, like, super curious to find out, like, who I was underneath this hardened exterior. I wasn't this, like, regular like happy flirty like girl that like all the other girls were um I had become so used to giving the absolute bare minimum to people and I think it was almost fun for him to try and get some like reaction or emotion out of me um Because, like, when he would get something, like, the little things that he would learn about me really surprised him. So even after, you know, my, like, weird antisocial demeanor and, like, my hardened exterior, he was just like, who are you? (laughs) Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Fast forward a few years later, like, on our on-again, off-again relationship, I got pregnant with our first daughter, we moved in together. We did not get married. Um, and our relationship was super hard. Um, we didn't know how to communicate. We argued a lot about everything and nothing. Um, I'm sure you'll know what I mean when I say that. Um, most of the time I had no idea how we ended up fighting in the first place, but we always ended up fighting. And what I wanted I just wanted him to love me. (laughs) I wanted him to love me and I wanted to be a good mom. And I was just constantly, I was still searching for love and fulfillment um, in other things and other people outside of myself. And it just, it wasn't working. Um, When I finally began my healing journey, um, And honestly, the way that it 
happen can only be described as divine intervention um, because it just was. (laughs) But the only reason I said yes to growth and yes to learning was to potentially have a better relationship. It had nothing to do with me and my relationship with myself. I just wanted to fix, you know, the chaos that had become my life and do what I could to get my baby daddy to stay with me. Like, honestly. But what I discovered through it all was myself. Um, Like, our relationship absolutely did do a complete 180, and it's only gotten better since. Um, But I never would have thought that the foundation of all of it was my relationship with me. And I fell in love with learning, and I fell in love with studying the psyche and human behavior and emotions and the body, and um, that's really what led me to be a coach. But coming back around to my initial point at the beginning, uh, through all of my growth and all of my healing and all of my changed behavior, like, yes, I am 100% a thousand percent a completely different person from who I used to be no question but that shift in identity in the way I viewed myself letting go of all that pain that had become embedded into my being that has been hard it's been a really intentional process of giving myself permission to release those parts of me and forgive those parts of me and grieve those parts of me and honestly start to love those parts of me because I didn't know better at the time and give myself permission to be happy. Um, You know, my relationship to my wholeness has been messy and complicated and like sometimes it's still messy And sometimes I still feel the guilt creep in when I'm happy. And sometimes it still feels easier to push my feelings aside rather than to feel. I'm still on this constant learning process of coming back to myself and coming back to my joy and to honor my feelings and honor my feelings while not being a total ass to my loved ones. And I think that's why it's a journey and, you know, a never-ending one. That's another surprising thing that I've learned and really come to figure out is, like, just because I started this healing process and started this healing journey doesn't mean that once I worked through something and, like, kind of figured it out and, like, quote-unquote healed from it, that, like, all of the sudden it's gone and I'm better because at the beginning and you know I started realizing these new things about myself and I started having new breakthroughs and opening my eyes and then like I would feel like such a failure when inevitably like something would come back up and I'd go into this place like similar to to before and I was like I thought that I thought I healed this Like, I thought I was over this. Like, I thought that I was better. And then I'd feel like a failure. And then I'd feel, you know, I'd look at myself again like a piece of shit. And 
then I had to recover and, you know, move through that and move from that, like, all over again. So, like, realizing that the healing process is never-ending and just because I did quote-unquote heal from something doesn't mean that it's completely gone and, you know, we're humans and we feel and we fluctuate and we go up and down and like we're going to come back to old things and we're going to discover new things and like it it's it really is this never ending journey and this never ending process and that's why i talk about grace and self compassion so much because we need it we really need it because we do come back to those places And if you don't have compassion and you don't have this understanding that that will happen and it's okay, like, it's easy to spiral over and over and over and over. Or it's easier to just pretend like you're okay. Like, like I did as, as a kid, as a teenager, as a younger adult, kind of, kind of adult person (laughs) like it it does get easier to just push them like it's not easier it's not actually easier because you still feel all of that stuff this is precisely why I have called this podcast let her out because when you are in that place of pushing your feelings aside and pushing your real self aside and just pretending like everything's actually fine when it's not like you can feel that regardless of whether or not you're acknowledging it you can feel it and until you do let that part of you out like that will it will never go away that feeling of suppressing who you are will never go away until you start acknowledging yourself and letting your real self out and being completely honest with yourself about the fact that you need help or you need something or that you're just not you just don't have it figured out which I mean we we really never have it figured out ever but you know what I mean like life is so much better on the other side of acknowledging yourself and acknowledging who you are underneath all of the pain and underneath all of the exterior stuff and underneath all of the even if it's not super painful even even the stuff that's like oh you know it's it's okay oh yeah it's cool I'm fine like our, my my marriage is my marriage is good like oh my gosh, yeah, I love my kids, but then, like, like, you're low-key miserable. Like, even, even though you might have the life that you think you really wanted, um, like, if you're not 
being true to yourself in the ways of acknowledging who you are. That doesn't mean you have to revamp your entire life or change all of these things about your life, but that means acknowledging who you are, acknowledging your feelings, acknowledging the fact that something needs to change. Because that part of yourself wants to be acknowledged. That part of yourself that's, you know, hiding underneath all of this exterior, like, desires to be seen and heard and loved, loved by you. And until you do that, until you see that part of yourself, like, no matter how um, scary it feels or no matter how impossible it feels when you are able to be radically fucking honest with yourself and say in this area of my life or in these areas of my life or in my entire life as a whole whatever it may be for you when you're able to be honest enough with yourself to say I am not okay and you can allow that part of yourself to breathe and be seen and felt and heard, like you will constantly feel that incongruence and inconsistency within yourself until you acknowledge that. And it is a lot and it isn't easy. And it is also better to be able to be honest with yourself and it is okay to not be okay sometimes and it is okay to ask for help and you know it is okay to acknowledge the fact that when or if you're on the beginning at the beginning of your journey like you're at the beginning so never compare your beginning to someone else's middle or end or whatever, whatever that may be. This is why I share my story. This is why I share what I share because like, this is not my beginning. I did not begin where I'm at now, like by any means. This is this part of me, even though it is me, it is hella fucking new <laughs> in the ins- in the entire span of my life this is new to me um and it is interesting and a little weird to meet people who only know this new new version of me and to think that that has always been me because it hasn't and you know it does get easier it gets easier with time but I still do have to honor and acknowledge the fact that this newer, happier, more evolved me, more healed me, that this is who I am now. You know, I, now I know my worth. I know my power. I know who the fuck I am and what I was put on this earth to do. And I'm damn proud of it. But I also get to acknowledge the fact that this me is newer and I am coming up against years of the me whose identity was synonymous with pain, 
So that's why I give myself grace. That's why, you know, I'm constantly building self-trust and allowing myself to build self-trust. It's a process. And that's why it's so important to acknowledge your growth and celebrate your wins. You know, I talked about that in another episode, but it is a constant process. And like, if you don't acknowledge that, if you don't acknowledge like the fact that this is newer, that the fact that you are doing things, that the fact that you are making progress within this process, like, then like, you won't realize like how far you've come. Um, And, you know, this is why I am okay with it being messy and having compassion with myself as I constantly come back to myself and, um, who I know myself to be. Um, and I don't have to deny those old parts of me because they are me, you know, she made me and I can love her while also not, no longer choosing to be her. I don't have to turn my back on any parts of myself, but I can still live from this new identity. I am broken and I am healed. You know, I am both. We are both. To me, this is what it means to be human. It is a beautiful disaster and it is also disastrously beautiful. I hope you had as much fun as I did. You know we all about women supporting women over here. So if you were feeling this episode, hit subscribe. Please leave me an amazing review and share this with your friends. The more you review and share means more women hearing and receiving the messages that they need to hear just as much as you. And if you can't get enough, head over to my Instagram at the rebel wife. Say hello. Slide into my DMs. I would love to get to know you. And if you want to go hella deep and continue on your journey to letting your deepest, most authentic you out, I am opening up spaces in my one-on-one coaching practice. Go to the show notes, fill out an application to work with me one-on-one. I'm so excited for you to begin to experience all of the freedom and fulfillment that is available to you. I cannot wait to connect with you. All my love.